Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey there, fellow true crime aficionados. We're the host of Bad Axe, a true crime podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Aaron. Join us every Thursday for twisted true crime tales of dark deeds and despicable people. We focus on lesser known unique stories with a new case each week. We've covered family annihilators, cannibals, revenge killings, killer kids, mysterious murders, survivor stories, and much more. We've even tackled stories of people who blamed zombies, vampires, ghosts, and voodoo for their bad acts. Of course, we know they're the only ones to blame. You can find us everywhere you get your podcasts, or you can visit our website at badaxpod.com. If you like fresh stories and new perspectives on crime, Bad Axe will be your new jam. Join Bad Axe every Thursday. Stay safe, y'all. See you soon. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptic Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. I am your host, Dave, and today I am joined by Sarge and Maynard. How you guys doing, buds? Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Do you guys want to introduce which one is which so I don't have to... Yeah, I'm... So they can differentiate the voices. <laughs> I'm Sarge, uh, and, uh, and and that's Maynard, but you can't see that because it's an audio medium. Yeah, so it's so. just the one with the heavier Boston accent is Saj. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mine's tracks. medium, his is high. <laughs> my my parents dropped me on my head a lot as a kid, so. <laughs> so how you guys doing? Not bad, man. We're I'm excited to to talk about weird we can we swear on this podcast because I Yeah. Okay, good, cuz I I'm not capable of not swearing. Oh, no, you guys are totally fine. My father was a carpenter, and uh, then I was in the military for a while, so I'm not I'm not super well behaved. Um, but yeah, no, we were we were really fucking excited because uh, we we had a podcast where we're gonna get back into it. I mean, I like an idiot. I went into my master's degree, and so that's eaten up much more of my time than I expected. Somehow, I didn't think a graduate level degree would take up a lot of energy, but it, it really does. No, my uh, my wife just got finished with her master's and it took her, oh God, years. That's actually why we ended up moving out of New England to Philly so she could do that. Okay. So I understand the struggle you get of it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> getting your master's. It's a lot of work. I got, after, um, in, in two weeks, I only have one class left. I graduate uh, March 30th. Oh, hell yeah, man. Congrats. Yeah. I'm counting down the friggin' seconds, to be honest with you. <laughs> he is. I can hear him. And- <laughs> Loudly shouting the seconds. In my backyard in the middle of the night. We also live next door to each other for context. We do, actually. So it's weird. We grew oh. up in the same city, never met each other, and then within a year, we moved directly next door to each other. Well, I mean, I guess that's fate, I guess. I don't really... <laughs> it is. It is absolutely fate. And our kids are best friends. Like It's it's weird. And Maynard, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Enjoying a, a nice uh, lo- local beer today and... Ready to do this? Oh yeah, what are you guys drinking? So we're I'm drinking a uh, Trillium. I have to take off the uh, the little canister here. This in particular, this particular one is called Insert Farming Reference Here. <laughs> okay. And you, you could you, you, for the for the <laughs> listeners, it just has you know shovels and, and things 
on the, That's a lot of uh, on the label. But, implements. And but I'm just yeah. drinking a mishmash of whatever was in my fridge. So right now I'm drinking uh, Cutwater Creek Mojitos, but I've also got uh, some Downy Cider here that I'm going to... I'm gonna oh, pound shit. out. Hot water. Oh boy, this is gonna get yeah. ugly. They're good. Even. They're so good. And for the money that you're spending, the alcohol content is phenomenal. That's really all that matters. That's exactly it. How, is, how fucked up can I get for on the cheapest level? Yeah, I mean, I I never really was good at percentages until I started drinking, and now I'm a fucking expert. I can do the math in my head. Oh yeah, I can do ounces. Beer percentage, all yeah, that yeah. Stuff. <laughs> if they had really, if honestly, if they had just presented percentages to me in high school in terms of how drunk I would get, I would have been much better at them. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I do have one question before we start. Are you guys uh, cryptids, guys, or any like paranormal folklore that kind of stuff? Well, again, the audience can't see me right now, but I am wearing a Mothman hat and T-shirt. So yes, we are. We are we're big on on weird shit. Um, anything weird. Well, I appreciate you bringing out the flair for this, even though no one can see it. I yeah. appreciate it. Well, I see, this is more for you than anyone else. We just wanted to impress you with our knowledge. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. All right, you guys ready to dive into this? Let's do Let's it. Go. What do you got? All right, so you guys don't know what we're going to be talking about today, right? No, no, we did. We uh, purposely chose not to know. Uh, I know that you had mentioned that you try not to tell. You guests and I didn't want to guess. I didn't want to try anything. So please surprise us. So what I decided was today, since I'm originally from New England, you guys still live in New England, I was going to try and do cryptids from Massachusetts. Okay. But they're all kind of the same. They suck, really. Like, they suck. Yeah. It's not, it's, <laughs> they're all kind of boring. And then I was like, well, what if I do just New England in general? And then I said, no, I'm not going to do that. So what I did is I ended up sticking with Massachusetts, but instead of doing cryptids, I did folklore and urban legends, okay. which I guess are probably more well-known. I was going to do the Bridgewater Triangle, but that's a whole fucking We did a whole, thing. we that's did just, what, one or two podcast episodes on the Bridgewater Triangle? Yeah, I think ours was two. Yeah, my brother did some it's, heavy research on that, so. Yeah, it was too much to try and just get into like one single episode. So I, what I just, I have two stories for you. And I'm just going to go into it, and then you guys just... Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let me know what you think. All right. So the first stop on our little paranormal stroll around the great state of Massachusetts, uh, we're going to start in a small town in the southern part of the state, right on the border of Rhode Island, called Seconk. I don't know... Seekonk. Seekonk. Yeah. Seekonk. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest. I had no idea that this was even a place <laughs> at all. <laughs> Even the people who live uh, there aren't you know, terribly sure. You know, you actually have to yeah. go into Rhode Island first to get there. I yeah. don't think there's direct access There's two from places Massachusetts. In, in Massachusetts that you have to drive through Rhode Island to get to. One is Rehoboth, and the other is Seekonk. Okay, well, that kind of... Uh, <laughs> well, I'll get into it, but... Uh, I'm excited. I've never heard anything about Seekonk. The, the reason why I didn't know this place existed is because it seems like it's boring as all hell. Uh, according to TripAdvisor, it's got some pretty cool things going for it, though. Uh, it's got the Seekonk Speedway, if you're into watching cars go in a circle for hours, just in the hopes that one will burst into flames. I always went up to New Hampshire for that kind of action, New England Dragway. Yeah, it's uh, it's also home to Feartown Haunted USA, which I don't know what that is. It's like a haunted house, but that's also located inside of Seekonk Speedway. That sounds like one of those places where, like, 
sex pests get jobs so they can just like touch women randomly as they wander through a horror a horror mansion do you know what i'm talking to like a guy who's like i can legally grope a woman here not that i agree with it it's kind of like uh what's what's that uh the most haunted like the most like terrifying haunted house it turns out it's just a dude who has like some weird perversion yeah that's uh, that's exactly why yeah exactly that's exactly (laughs) what came to mind is i was like this dude probably just has a fear kink. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, according to one reviewer, uh, it said, quote, what a disappointment. And, quote, <laughs> the maze is very dark and full of tripping hazards. I'm amazed they haven't been sued or forced to close. I knocked my head on a wooden beam so hard I thought I drew blood. Three stars. <laughs> what a disappointment. Sounds like my dad reviewing my life. But also, it's three stars out of five. They wrote that review and gave it three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> better than average and disappointing i mean when you think about it in new england though i mean that that is a fairly glowing review and we're not an easy people to please oh no yeah like <laughs> when i saw that i was like that's that tracks yeah uh the other thing seekonk has going for it is it's easily accessible by route 44 but now i just learned by from you guys that <laughs> you have to go through another state to yes, get to this yes one. you do you do but this is where uh, this the topic of our discussion for this first story will take place. Uh, and I don't really know if it's a plus that it's on Route 44, but I have no other way to really segue I've into the I've literally topic, never so. heard of Route 44. <laughs> and maybe maybe I've driven on it and I just don't know it. Because when I go to get tattoos, I have to go to Rehoboth. And yeah, I have to imagine that Seekonk is near there. I don't know. Well, it's okay, funny it that you bring up, bring up Rehoboth because the part of the... Route 44 section we'll be talking about is the part right between Seekonk and Rehoboth, where people have been reporting strange occurrences with what I'm guessing is a ghostly apparition known as the Route 44 Hitchhiker. Are you guys familiar with this? Oh, no. No. This is... I'm excited. All right. So the story goes that people who drive along this section of highway between these bordering towns will see a hitchhiker walking along the shoulder. This hitchhiker is always described as being the same. Red flannel, dirty jeans, boots... Shaggy red hair with a big red beard, and what one source described as dark, empty, and soulless eyes. They're pretty much describing uh, McFoley's character, Cactus Jack. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the first thing I thought of when I heard that description. Well, the, and, the, and it's only two—it's two hours away from WWE headquarters in Connecticut, so I'm okay. not going to rule out the possibility. It's possible. It's very possible. Mick Foley is like the only modern wrestler I know. Also, the dark soulless Wait. eyes made me think of um, literally every high school teacher I had. I was going to say, this sounds like just any yeah. New Englander in the middle of like fall, winter yeah. time. Yeah, you like, look at us at this time of year and we're all going to look like this dirty hitchhiker. Or, or Willie yeah. from The Simpsons. Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie, you're right. <laughs> Grease me up, woman. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, uh, so what happens is kind-hearted drivers will see this obvious serial killer walking yeah. down the road. Thumb out with his stick and bindle perched on his shoulder and think, <laughs> that poor soulless-eyed man, he looks like he needs help. I think I'm going to give him a ride, and then they'll pull over and pick him up. I already know this story's fake because no one in this state would ever pick up a hitchhiker. Oh, fair. <laughs> we would we would aim but, for you on the road and try to hit as many puddles on the way as possible. The only place that I know of that you can, that you can hitchhike in this state and not and not suffer those consequences as Martha's Vineyard. That's only because everyone who lives on an island is is um, you know insane from living on an island. The isolation got to them. <laughs> is that what it is? The isolation. It's gotta be. 
I mean, they only see other people for three months out of the year because that's the only time that place is habitable. Well, the rest of the time it's just a windswept, rocky nightmare. <laughs> you're, you're you're starting to pick up on a theme for our second story, so hold okay, off on right, that I'll, thought. I'll, I'll hold off. I'll be careful. How do you know all this, Saj? <laughs> now, at this point, when they decide to pick up this fucking hitchhiker, he will get into the back seat even if there's no one else in the car. So red flag number one. Then, when asked where he's going, he won't say anything. He'll just point down the road, like in the same direction the car was already going. Red flag number two. And then after driving for some time in complete silence, the scruffy hitchhiker will suddenly start giggling. And then the giggling soon turns into just straight up maniacal laughter. And it's laughter that's so loud. It's almost like unearthly and just pierces the ears of the driver. Now, obviously, this would make any driver of any car upset. I don't have kids, but I assume... This would be like if your kids are just screaming their asses off in the back seat and you you basically pull out the cut that out or I'm going to pull over and leave you on the side of the road if you don't cut it right. out kind of thing. Because my parents used to do that to me when I was being like a little shit. Uh, and, but once the driver reaches that like breaking point and threatens to force the hitchhiker out, the hitchhiker just vanishes, just disappears from the moving car, which to me is red flag number three. You know, I don't get shaken easily, but that gave me fucking goosebumps holy shit that would bother the hell out of me yeah it's a nightmare right none of it's good yeah it is literally a nightmare like you know redhead hitchhiker i'd i'd probably pick him up only because you know day walkers they're not good in the sun (laughs) i want to grab that guy and just keep him out so he doesn't burn up like a vampire exactly you know but then he starts giggling and then laughing like if you want to scare the shit out of me there's only three things that can do it weirdly dressed Victorian children, old people, and anyone with a creepy laugh. Yeah, but I mean, to me, when I think creepy laughs, I think Walking Phoenix ruined creepy laughs for me because his laugh wasn't creepy. It was just annoying. And that's more what I think. I think it's more annoying than it is terrifying but no the fact that's that it turns from that's giggle into too. like maniacal laughter and then he just disappears well that's i'm not okay i think that's that. what did it for me that's what did it is the giggle turning into the maniacal laugh yeah is that transition i mean period like that really fucks with you yeah because if you know somebody in the back seat of your car starts giggling it's probably because they fought it right let's see but that, the maniacal dude, laughter I, I almost, that means that they left on. a stain i almost put that in the script that he started giggling <laughs> like he just let out a silent fart without anyone knowing <laughs> you know me so well. I didn't want to go blue with it, you know. So I, I just no. I uh, well, but it welcome kinda, to the gutter, listeners of this show. It is kind of like that, though. Now, for some, this is where the encounter ends. He just vanishes from the back seat. But for an unlucky few, the torment doesn't end there. One witness said that after the hitchhiker had vanished, they understandably just fucking took off i don't know what they would be running from because he's already gone but i feel like the fear and adrenaline would just make you want to just get out of the area fast but as soon as he took off and was going down the road at an incredible speed they didn't say what speed uh he looked into his side view mirror and he saw the face of the supernatural hobo just like floating alongside the car which that would fuck with me <laughs> whoa whoa <laughs> Okay, well, that that actually, for some reason, for me, makes it funnier. I don't know why. <laughs> to me, what I picture... would lighten the mood. What, what, I, what I imagine is that he tried to d- jump out of the moving car, got caught in, like, the door, and is just holding on to the <laughs> side. 
He's not actually supernatural. He's just fucked at that point. Either that or the dude's like sketching. He's on rollerblades. <laughs> he's got Heelys on. <laughs> yeah, he's got like cut off shorts just looking through the window giving you the thumbs up. I'm fine with that. That's even better. <laughs> now, I would prefer that to the maniacal laugh for sure. <laughs> Another witness or victim. I feel like they should be called victims at this point. I feel like you're being subjected to something that you just didn't sign up for. Uh, yeah, no, victim is a fair assessment here. Yeah, said that shortly after he vanished, the music on her radio cut out and his ear-piercing laugh started coming through the speakers and the voice even started taunting her by name even though she didn't speak her name to him at God all. God damn it. Which, all right, well, now it's gone back to scary. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Now, who or what this hitchhiker is is unknown. Some say that it's the ghost of a man who was murdered along that stretch of road or a hitchhiker who was clipped by a car while walking down the street and ended up dying, which I guess is the same as murder, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, another one said that it was just like before the highway was there, it was like an old-timey farmer who had land there and was mad that the road came through or something. But either way, that's the story of the Route 44 hitchhiker. How are you guys feeling about it? Wow. I feel like I, I mean... It would be weird to me if if the the Route 44 hitchhiker just got Stephen Kinged, you know? Just like drilled with a car and left on the side of the road. <laughs> um, it took me a minute to... to, <laughs> to all get, about that, I forgot yeah. all about that. <laughs> yeah, remember the guy who tried to kill Stephen King for no reason? Oh, um, God. No, that's... That, I mean, damn. It, it, that was a kind of a roller coaster because, you know, you said redhead and... No offense to red-haired folks, because I know you guys are tough. You have uh, higher pain tolerance than the rest of us. That is true. But, um, but uh, you know, to me, not to be a jerk, but, like, I'm not scared of red-headed people. You know what I mean? <laughs> just as a people. Because I know if I just went to a desert climate, they can't get me. That's true. They're, they're, they're ill-equipped to be around any sort of sunlight or harsh environment. Yeah. Um, but then... You know, the laughter got me and I was scared. And then, you know, we started sketching and his rollerblades and it was all over again. But then laughing through the speakers on my stereo, I would have a problem with that if he was like saying my name. And you didn't even say the name to begin with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I didn't introduce myself and he just started talking to me, that would, Jesus. I'm not, I might need to find a new tattoo artist. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going back to Rehoboth again. This is fucked. No, thank you. Maynard, where are we at? I mean, definitely nothing I'd ever heard of as far as uh, this, as far as anything in our state goes. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> this is good. There's, there's a part of me that I love this. just wants to go drive on Route 44. Yeah, me too. I kind of want to go. There's a part of me that wants to avoid it at all costs, too. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. Which I've been very good at doing because I don't know that I've ever... I know it goes from, like, Plymouth to... It goes from Plymouth to New York, know, down, I think. Down... Yeah, yeah. I just like, kind of, I kind of feel bad for any redhead folks in that town because, as it is, people already kind of try and swerve and hit them. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, like I'm about the ghost. I'm just a redhead. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We don't. Nah, we don't try to punish the the gingers here. Well, I mean, because they're day work. They're day walkers. They'll put a curse on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the next leg of our journey. We're going to travel further east to what is probably the most LGBTQ plus friendly community that I can think of in the P-Town. Provincetown, baby. Yes. I love P-Town. That's one of the coolest places in Mass. But unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about the fun modern day Provincetown. 
we're going to be going Uh-oh. back in time to the late 1930s to the early 1940s when America was decidedly less chill. <laughs> yeah, they weren't great yeah. at partying back then. Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about the Black Flash, aka the Devil of the Dunes, aka the Provincetown Phantom. What? This is another one I've never heard of. The Provincetown Phantom. Yeah. So, according to I am so impressed. Right Passing now. Strange, True Tales of New England Horrors and Hauntings. Uh, it all began <laughs> in the fall of 1938 when Provincetown school children started reporting what they were seeing that they described as an eight-foot-tall figure dressed in all black with a black cape and a black hood, as well as long silver ears and eyes that glowed like flames lurking around the dunes or hiding behind the trees. And like any sighting of anything that involves children, all the adults just chalked it up to over like overreaction, overactive imaginations, and did absolutely nothing to look into this fucking weirdo just watching their kids from the dunes. That is. I mean, frankly, until you got into the ears part, I just, you know, eight foot tall, long robe. I just thought it might be like a drag queen headed to a funeral. No, no, no. But that that was a theory of what it could be. It's like RuPaul's <laughs> in mourning. That's all. No, like I said, they chalked it up to just over, 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 oh my God, overactive imaginations. That is until one of them witnessed it themselves. Maria Costa was walking by the Provincetown uh, town hall when the phantom jumped out from behind the bushes and started to chase her. Fuck that. Now, <laughs> if this thing is eight feet tall, th- this means that it was either like a massive bush or more commonly known as a fucking tree, or he's just like a little <laughs> prankster and was crouching down behind the bushes, like clutching his knees, just hoping someone would walk by so he could just jump out at this lady, which to me is hilarious. I would love that, <laughs> but, actually. <laughs> but anyways, the phantom was chasing Costa... She said that he was making a buzzing noise, like a cicada or something <laughs> like that the entire time. Uh, now, terrified, Costa ducked into a coffee shop and like frantically told the patrons of said shop what was happening. And upon hearing your story, a few of the customers ran out to try and catch the phantom, but he was nowhere to be seen. There's no evidence that he was even there, but that makes sense. He's also known as the Black Flash, so he's fast as fuck but okay, that's fair <laughs> she was being chased by a giant kazoo wearing uh kazoo playing slender man that yeah pretty much but she wasn't the only one to be assaulted by the devil of the dunes uh, a teenage boy ran to the local police station saying that the flash had jumped out at him while on his way home from the library and that it had also spit blue flames at him so that's fun <laughs> Dude, this Flash has really got it going on. Yeah, that added kinda, a new fun little twist to it. Uh, that's a, I, I wish I could do that. Spit blue flames? I mean, frankly, if I was eight feet tall, spitting blue flames would be like playing, chasing people while playing a kazoo and then spitting blue flames would be like, I wouldn't be out without the realm of possibility. Because when you're eight feet tall, like there's not, there's not many options for you. True. To entertain yourself. I mean, you can't really fit in a regular movie theater seat. You can't fit into a car. Yeah, basketball wasn't really big back then yet, so. Yeah, it was still out in Springfield, and this is all the way in Providence. Yeah. I mean, Providence Town. Now, this is where the story, for me, this is where the story gets good. Uh, another man named Charles Farley, or I guess Charles Farley. Uh, <laughs> that's better, much better. Yeah, yeah, that's more accurate. Charles Farley caught the creature. 
uh, snooping around his backyard. So he did what any red blooded American would do in this situation. Blast that fucker with a shotgun. That's fair. Yeah, that's (laughs) accurate. That tracks. But like most supernatural beings, it looked at him, laughed, and then jumped over an eight foot tall fence because fucking why not? Uh, Apparently this thing has two favorite activities. Those are popping out behind things and jumping really fucking high because another sighting happened one night uh, not long after this one where the phantom was spotted at a local school playground and four police officers were dispatched to check it out. So they went there with their flashlights and guns drawn. They entered the playground in search of this fucking nightmarish pogo stick man. When they finally caught sight of him, (laughs) they told him to surrender or they would shoot. So not unlike today. (laughs) <laughs> just <laughs> it's it's nice to know that policing has not changed over the years yeah and it's comforting to know that some things in america will always be the same you know yeah but uh the police cannot wait to shoot a, a tall black figure <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it but i <laughs> well i mean when you think about it these goddamn savages shooting at at innocent unarmed people just out for a stroll maybe black folks need to start shooting blue flames but uh, but all right. So, so what we're learning is the devil of the dunes is not a redhead. No, he is decidedly yeah. not a redhead. They're but, susceptible to heat. But just like with Charles, the, the 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 flash just laughed at the cops, jumped over a ten foot tall fence that was surrounding the school, and vanished into the night. Now the last time that the flash was spotted was in December of 1945, just seven years after the school children first reported seeing the tall dark figure. And this last sighting is kind of terrifying, but has almost like a Looney Tunes type ending. <laughs> so it's just like a good juxtaposition of emotions when you hear the story. So the story goes, on that day in December, the Gennard family's four children were home alone for the day and playing in their front yard on Standish Street when they saw the phantom just kind of tiptoeing towards them. Uh, understandably fucking terrified, they ran into their home in hopes that it would protect them from the advancing black flash uh, undeterred. The flash did attempt to enter the home. Uh, the kids ended, ended up hiding behind like chairs and couches as they heard the doorknobs to their houses begin to turn as the phantom attempted to enter the home. The eldest son, Alan Gennard decided, fuck that. I'm going to do something about this. So just like Kevin McAllister in home alone, he said, Oh my God, I was really hoping you were going to say this. He's like, I'm the man of the house and I must protect it. So Alan, <laughs> so Alan grabbed a big bucket, filled it with scolding hot water and headed to the second floor and opened the window where just below him, he could see the phantom still attempting to enter the house and he dumped the bucket of hot water right on top of its head. Amazing. The, the phantom just kind of gaffs, they give him like, oh, like, like he was more startled than anything, <laughs> and then just left. And that then was ran all it away took. in high heels, and, and we just, found out it was RuPaul the whole time. Yeah, it just ended up leaving and never to be seen again. So this story is fucking weird and whatever. But there are two different news reportings. Like you can find the newspaper reportings of two different events in this story. So it has some cr- like semblance of credence, I guess. Oh, this makes me so happy. I have to look this up. And then <laughs> there are some theories. Some people think it's just like a dude being a dude. Uh, one guy, I forget his name, but he said in the newspaper article that he thought it was just a gay dude who got off on scaring people by jumping out at them. He said it in a lot 
more uh, offensive way than how I just said it because okay. it is the okay. 1940s in Massachusetts. In, in Massachusetts, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. We're we're not uh, known for our gentle our gentle behavior. Yeah, but that was until he ended up running face to face with the Phantom. And Fantastic. he called the he said some things to the Phantom that I'm not going to repeat. And then the Phantom just slapped him in the face as hard as he could, <laughs> knocking him on his ass. <laughs> and, and then he ended up running home and changed his story completely, which is fucking brilliant. But uh, that is a lesson I think every redneck in Massachusetts <laughs> learns when they start picking on gay folks. And they don't realize that, you know, just because a dude's gay doesn't mean he can't whip your ass. No, but also not to be stereotypical, but a lot of gay dudes work out and they are very strong and they They're will tough. fucking ruin your life if you talk shit. No, I was at a, um, I was at a, when I was younger, I was at a nightclub and this dude was, was like starting to pick on this, um, this gay man who was, you know, the, the, the gay man was fabulous. He oh. was dressed impeccably. He had this like... This like little clutch, like kind of purse thing on a chain. He had like this beautiful makeup and this guy was picking on him and picking on him. And finally the dude turned around and he like hoisted up his purse and held on to it with one hand, yes. like held onto the chain with yes. one hand and just fucking cold cocked this dude. And I was like, the dude went down like a ton of bricks and I was like this that, that this is exactly what happens you just, you fucked around and immediately found out <laughs> just fucking crumpled he, he did like one of those Skyrim like animations yeah they fall yeah down. exactly <laughs> just like it was like a yard sale the guy went I was waiting for coins to shoot out of him <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah but there you have it, it that is the story oh, of the black flash so of Provincetown uh, and that also brings us to the end of our episode. That's all I got for you guys. That was awesome. You brought up two things that I have literally never heard of, and I've lived here my whole life. And we and Maynard and I seek oh, I out. To, I tried to dive deep. You did, because Maynard and I seek out the weirdest shit we can find. Oh yeah, uh, there was a few others yeah, I was going to do. I was going to do the, the Gloucester sea creature, and then there's, there's a sea creature in Gloucester. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know about the the, the Gloucester sea monster. Sorry, no. Sorry, the Gloucester Sea Monster. Yeah, the Gloucester Monster. No, Gloucester that makes monster? sense now. Yeah, you just mispronounced it. Now I get it. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. I've never heard of that. That is awesome. That sounds vaguely familiar to me, though. The Gloucester yeah, Sea Monster. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't. Well, there wasn't a lot of sightings of it, and then there was another one about a tunnel somewhere. It's like a oh yeah, the Hoosick Tunnel. It's called like blood, oh, yeah. blood tunnel or something like that. Where it was like yeah. it was like it was like blood Massachusetts okay. original Big Dig. Yeah, yeah, the Hoosick Tunnel. It was. Uh, it's an incredibly haunted tunnel. It's shut down now. You can't. Um, you're not even supposed to go there. Like they don't want you on the property, so you just got to jump over the fence. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, weren't we gonna try to go there at some point? We were gonna try to go there. We actually bought like all these batteries and stuff for our uh, recording equipment. <laughs> and then COVID hit, and the whole the whole plan went sideways. Yeah, we get, we got something like that up here. We got a. Uh, so in Philly, not in Philly, but near Philly, we have Centralia, Pennsylvania. Which is, oh yeah, which yeah is, yeah. Centralia is, uh, is like it's Silent it's such Hill. An That's incredible. what Silent Hill's based off yeah. of. And you used to be able to go up there. There was this thing called the Graffiti Highway, and it was really cool. It's just this long stretch of road where everyone would just tag the highway, and then they tore up the highway. So you you can still get there, but now you're hiking up. Yeah, they're trying to stop you from going there. Yeah, because the fire is still burning underneath. Centralia. Well, yeah, right, yeah, right. The whole town is literally on fire. Yeah. underground. 
But I found out that some, we have, um, some people still live there. Like, there's like one or two families that are still there, and like the the church is still there. Like, I want to go so fucking bad. It'd be amazing. Yeah, I really want to check out Centralia actually. And then um, we have a place in Connecticut, I think it is called Dudley Town. Dudley Town is just this weird little ghost town. Um, it was it was very very small. I want to say. Um, it was mostly just like one street lined with houses and pretty much everyone who lived there came, came to a, 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 a bad end. Oh a lot gosh. of, uh, yeah, yeah. Really sad, like kind of weird stories, but the, the stories of people going to visit Dudley town afterwards, you've got a lot of people who are like, um, you know, they're sitting in their car and their car, like, you know, the rear end of the car lifts off the ground and bounces up and down. No, thanks. You see strange lights moving through the forest I'm a I'm a dyed in the wool skeptic, and there are certain places in this state that I still won't fucking go without like a a crew of people with me, so that I'm not like that crazy guy in the street corner. Oh my god, I went to the Bridgewater Triangle, and this is what I like. I need and I need people to to back me up on that. For for a minute, I thought instead of crew of people, you're gonna say a crucifix, and I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no. I don't know too many things in the world that are scared of a lowercase t. That's fair. <laughs> Maynard, you've been quiet. What what do you got going on? Yeah, in your well, head? I mean, this is this is this is this is just kind of the way we operate because Saj talks a lot more than I do. So. Yeah, Maynard usually just suffers my ignorant behavior all the time. I, I do a lot of the technical stuff. Offer some opinions here and there, and you know, you know. But I mean, but, uh, both of these these stories have been great. Like 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 we're. Saying this is stuff we hadn't heard of, yeah. which was super surprising. Like the the Provincetown thing. That's Provincetown amazing. So, amazing. So, so yeah. the last time that was seen was 1945. Yeah. So not long wow, after that... World War II. Or during World War II. Right. right? No. Well, it seems like it also started at the beginning yeah, of World during War II, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, hmm. during World War II, because hmm. 1939 to 1945. Yeah. How do we know it just wasn't an exceptionally tall German man? <laughs> See, I don't know. <laughs> he was just... <laughs> He took it upon himself to torture this one town. I, I mean, love- that is the first place that like the U boats went. Like they tried. Yeah, to they send, went down yeah. there. Yeah, you know. And it's, they, they, I the love U- the U-boats idea. Were there, and then they also were in uh, the Portsmouth Naval Shipyard area, like that. Right. Yep. And they tried to. They also tried to take on New York, and it, it did not work out well for them. That's so fucked up to think about. Is that they were so close. <laughs> So, yeah, so close. <laughs> they made it, but they didn't make it. <laughs> I like that our first line of defense against Germany was also our gayest line of defense against Germany. Yeah, and they would have kicked the shit out of the Nazis. I think it was Provincetown, I mean, Provincetown in the nineteen forties. The two places yeah. where they decided to go. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, like four guys in a U boat be like, "All right, we're gonna take you." And like, really? Is yeah. this happening right now? Yeah. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Just keep sinking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly like it, it, it what i like even more is that like you know in new england you know how it is up here like everybody knows everybody yeah so to think that there was this giant eight foot man who was terrorizing people in a costume and no one knew who it was but then the next day the tall eight foot guy has got like second degree burns because some kid threw scalding <laughs> water on him and everybody's <laughs> telling him the story and he's just like applying you know, A and D ointment, and he's like, "Yeah, that's crazy. That's I don't know what you're talking wild, about." Wild guys, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it totally wasn't me. No, excuse me, as I go pop all of the second degree burn blisters on my face. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, I thank you for having me. This has been you. a blast. Yeah, this is great. 
Uh, if you guys want to plug anything you got to plug, I will gladly allow you. I'll open the floor to you two. What do you got, man? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> since, since Elon, since, I, I was going to say, since Elon killed Twitter, you know, that I, this is normally the point. You'd be like, hey, go check out our Twitter. But, like, you know, he, he's 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 kind of destroyed it. But Sarge is pretty funny on uh, on TikTok. It's Sarge Destroyer, so... I'm just going to send everybody there. Yeah, you can find me. If you just Google Saj the Destroyer, you'll find all the terrible things I do online. Yeah, I, um. I remember <laughs> the, the the way I found you was you put out that video on TikTok of uh, the dude getting upset over Bud Light and running oh, yeah. over it with his truck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 10 out of Talk 10, about one of the best videos. Like Your commentary on that was so fucking good. And you made so many good points about like <laughs> Thank you. you Thank already you. bought it. They have your money. Yeah, like, you've already wait, purchased it. What are you it. doing? Why are you doing this? My two favorite things in the world are to pick on um, racists and people who don't like gay people because it's just it blows my mind that that still exists. Like I get it. New England's got a bad reputation, especially Massachusetts. What? But no, that was oh god, <laughs> Massachusetts especially. Boston is um, hands down one of the most welcoming, warming places I've ever been to in my entire life. And I, I mean, up, I mean, I lived in New England for thirty plus years. <laughs> Okay, well, if you go back 10 years before that, <laughs> during the busing crisis, <laughs> things weren't so great. I'm just fucking with you. And, uh, Boston's terrible. Yeah, everyone you in, get it. Everyone yeah. in New England's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, everyone hates us. But at the same time, like, you know, the city has changed a great deal since back then. So for me, I like to represent my city by by attacking hillbillies and morons, you know, religious bigots that are attacking gay folks. And then anybody who has, you know these ridiculous straw men arguments they make against uh, different minority communities, all of that stuff really frustrates the shit out of me. So my, one of my, I mean, TikTok is great for me because I can just dunk on these guys while I'm sitting at my desk, having a beer and doing homework. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out my TikTok. Uh, and if you found a racist saying something stupid or a bigot, please send it to me so that I can make fun of them yeah. in real time. And I'll, uh, I'll link, all that stuff in the the episode description. Yeah, please do. Just, yeah. There's a whole bunch of... I've got all of the socials now at this point. All right. Well, uh, so yeah. So follow Sarge on uh, on TikTok at Sarge the Destroyer. Follow us on TikTok at Cryptid Cocktail Party. Follow me on Instagram at Cryptid Cocktail. Cryptid Cocktail. I've had a few. I'm sorry. Uh, That's all right. So have I. <laughs> and then also, if you made it this far, I just launched a Patreon. It's only one, one tier. It's $5 a month. That's it. And you'll get a bunch of bonus content. Me reading uh, erotic <laughs> cryptid fan fiction. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. And In if you middle. ever want me to read one for your Patreon, I want no payment. I just want to be able to read one out loud, if recorded. Yes, we will 100% do that. You could do that in your Peter, own time could, and send it to me, and I will gladly upload it to Patreon. <laughs> not, like, not like I'm a in. person, but Maynard and I can voice act it. That'd be I'm awesome. In. Oh, that's even better. Uh, yeah, oh, my yeah. God. How much fun would that be? <laughs> Amazing. So you'll get access to that. You also get uh, ad-free episodes and shout-outs on the show, that all kind of that whole bullshit. Anyways, uh, do you guys want to say goodbye? Yeah. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Hopefully you'll, uh, you'll have us back if we didn't offend most of you uh, listeners. Oh, you're fine. But this is a good time. I definitely want to come back and do this again. This is great. Yeah, thank you for having us. This is awesome. Yeah.